I don't remember who first suggested the idea. Probably started as a joke. We should just go up there and arch the big man himself. What's stopping us? Oh, only the Sovereign, a thousand crew, and, you know, space. Now I know what they call you, Love Riot. <laughs> but then Dada wasn't laughing. No, he suddenly got this real serious look on his face. Did he have any other look? The man was a genuine cyborg! Adventure Bros, Adventure Bros Podcast. Me your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Graham, Dr. Z, Mason. Hello. It, it, yep, Dr. Z. I've, I've been, uh, been fighting with Adventures for forever. And? And? Johnny Quest. <laughs> oh, Johnny! <laughs> Johnny. Sorry, Action Johnny. I was thinking Venture Brothers Action Season 1. Action Johnny, Sorry, yeah. Action Johnny, my bad. My bad. Uh, and then, of course, we have Matt Sergeant Hatred Dykes. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's great. That was good. That was... <laughs> Careful with that flashlight, bud. <laughs> Careful where you point that thing. I, I honestly felt like Sergeant Hatred had just joined our episode. I Yeah, I that, was convinced. Like, I was that like, was, wait, where did Matt go? That was I, I thought we had Matt on. Yeah. Matt, clearly, Sergeant Hatred Dykes. I mean, as his nickname has always been. Right. Yeah, certainly. I've had I that really name for years. Starting now has always been. Well, I mean, starting forever has always been. What are you talking about? I've always called him Sergeant Hatred Dykes. Like, what are you talking about? Toast! I've had that, I've had that nickname <laughs> since I was three. Since before this show was on. Yeah, it's always been his nickname. If anyone out there listening finds these jokes as funny as I do, please let me know. Because it's like my favorite part of every episode. And I think I'm the only one legitimately laughing and not Probably. just tolerating me. <laughs> and, and, if, and if anyone else wants them to stop... Just send a letter too to... Too fucking bad. <laughs> you only have like to this address that just says, stop. the either 10, 30, or 15 second forward button right now. <laughs> just, just get to just, the fucking... Just, just, just go. Just, just come on. Just we stop. get it. It's a new nickname every yes, week. Yes, we understand. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I wonder how many people's Adventure Brothers episode, the first like five minutes, them just sounds like, hip, 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 right down. Yep. Okay, here nope. we go. Nope. But nope. And it's, the thing that I love is it's different every time. So you don't yeah. you can't just like... Go two minutes or yeah. five minutes. Like it, We're not Netflix the dollop show. here where it's like, oh, you have ten minutes of plugs in the beginning. So just yeah. dump ten minutes and you can listen to the dollop. Like, oh. That's not us. Yeah. Because right now, Mac, can you do a quick breakdown of uh, this episode? So can we start talking about it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ventic Tower. Ever. I will do the breakdown if you want to talk of me. Ah. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. um, this is me talking over Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. Tiss, tiss, tiss. Uh, uh, uh. Gotta say the magic word. Gotta say the magic word. Ventec Tower tries to... When you to... call it out, it <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it another time. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking knew you were going to do that. <laughs> what about Ventec Tower, man? Yeah. What about Ventec Tower? It tries to walk away. <laughs> the end. Oh, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'll honestly stop this time. You can do it. I'll, I'll honest... I'm drinking my coffee. I can't talk while drinking coffee. If you do it one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> he, he does have a ventriloquist dummy on his lap right now. So. Ventec Tower tries to walk away. Oh, you bastard. Time. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You can do all it. Right, all right, <laughs> you know what's funnier than the fourth time, right? The tenth time. <laughs> okay, seriously. Seriously, go ahead. So we can actually uh, talk about this. 
Ventec Tower tries to walk away. I genuinely thought you were going to do it again then. Ventec <laughs> <laughs> Tower tries to walk away. Uh, the blue morpher shows up and it turns out that he's actually Vendata. And he just sort of like jacks into the problem. And we find out that it's the, the Vendata is actually dun 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 the monarch's father. Whoa! Whoa. Or is he though? Or is he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and him and him and uh, Jonas Bench have a bit of an argument inside this thing for you know Vashem wrote the episode. He's trying to distract him. Blah blah blah. We'll move past all that. Um. Old Team Venture tell Rusty how Jonas created Venturian out of the corpse of the Blue Morpher um, and how he malfunctioned as well and tried to kill Rusty. And <laughs> then we find out... Oh, yeah. We found... <laughs> we found out that uh, Dr. Z created... Who supposedly created Vendetta actually just found Venturion and reprogrammed it for evil in the best way ever. Mm-hmm. Flip! <laughs> <laughs> there, done. Did it. That was easy. Why would you make that fucking switch? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I know. He's Dr. Venture. That's very true. <laughs> On the outside as well, uh, Sergeant Hatred is trying to prepare for the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and trying to get the Venture float up, which at one point it has a young Rusty Venture flipping off the crowd, which is hilarious. Um... Brock, Red Death, and the Guild Council go to a diner to talk about how, what to do basically, and how um, they got on board Gargantua One, uh, and how Doctor Venture died. There's, you know, some some secrets I learned that you know, Brock finds out that his entire reason for being recruited into the Guild was based on a lie. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and jumping back into Ventec Tower, Monarch shows up to tr- to try and kill the Blue Morpher, which draws his attention, and then the problem sort of attacks Vendata, and they both Jonas, well, the the problem Vendata, Rusty, and the Monarch fly out of the Ventec Tower, uh, which ends up killing Jonas Venture and Vendata, and the Monarch takes credit for the killing. And I kicked Dr. Jonas Ventures' ass, too. Yeah, that, that's it, right? That, that's yeah, everything. That, that's, that's a, you did a very good job. Because yep. this episode is a... Uh, it's full a of jam. Stuffed. Yeah. It is. Stuffed to the gills. Ends with full of jam. Dr. It's, it's Monarch, packed with jam. Oh, yeah. Monarch killing both of his dads. Um. Yeah. And one fell swoop. So here's the... Mm. I'll, I'll jump right into it. Does anybody not think that uh, Rusty and the Monarch are brothers? No, I, I think by this, I, I think that by this point, it's becoming really clear. Like especially with the uh, the line where he says, uh, "I've got some very potent science." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that's very on the nose. Yeah, and we've said it before, and we'll continue saying it because it's the goddamn truth. Doctor Jonas Venture is evil. Oh, evil as fuck. <laughs> yes. Like, have you ever ever thought like, well, you know, he's just you know like a pompous ass? It's like, yeah. no, no, he is an evil fucking dude. Yep. So you asked before, why would you even make that button, the good versus evil button? Because he fucking is evil. That's just what he fucking does. The whole thing of creating Venturion is a fucking evil idea. Oh, oh yeah. 
He's his dead best friend. I know what I'll do. I won't bury them. I'll yeah. turn him into a robotic slave. And Which, even, not, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree no. is exactly what Rusty does with yeah. all, all. I won't say both. I will say all of his sons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that. they're just, you know, kind of evil. Kind of. But I'd say Rusty is a little bit more bumbling evil of, I think the most evil thing he ever did was the uh, the joy can with uh, powered by an orphan. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> little little orphan boy. <laughs> an orphan soul. Which, if you go back to that season, I think we cracked it in a way that made him slightly less evil. How but does Orpheus okay. like word it though? I don't remember. It was a long fucking time ago. And it was a long diatribe. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But the the long and the short of it is that he impregnates the Blue Morpho's wife mm-hmm. um, with his potent science. With his potent science, aka mm-hmm. he just he slept with her. He slept with her, <laughs> uh, and then he convinces the Blue Morpho to have a four way gangbang sort of situation with two girls. Uh, videotapes it, uses said videotape to blackmail him into killing. All of the fucking arch nemeses that are causing him any sort of problem, like and getting plutonium, and getting plutonium because he ran out. Uh, he's just the worst fucking dude. And like mm-hmm. the, the up until now, there could have been possibly an argument. And now I'll, I'll shadow Breaking Bad, where like the whole time it's like, is Walter White doing this for his family or for himself? And some people would go like fiery at each other like no he's a family man or i couldn't watch the show if he did it for himself and i'd be like look at what he does clearly doing it for himself and you could honestly have the argument there's enough there for both sides and then eventually they go he did it for himself Hmm. and they let a side win this is that episode he's no he's just a super scientist and a shitty dad but he's not a bad guy and this is the episode like, oh, no, he's a bad fucking dude. All the way up yeah. until right fucking now when he's trying to convince Billy to just kill Vendetta and put yeah. his head in his brain. Yep. He's like, no, I'm a, I'm a doctor. I signed a Hippocratic Oath. You're yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's the moment where Dr. Jonas it's... Venture, I, don't, I won't even say forgot, but is totally ignoring the Hippocratic Oath. Oh, yeah. Horrible <laughs> and fucking did, dude. And ah, but was he a life. medical doctor? Or was he just a like a doctor, doctor, like a PhD doctor? I mean, he definitely has a doctorate in medical science. Yeah, because he wouldn't be able to dissect an entire human being and reassemble him into Venturian robotic. Yeah, cy- I would assume cybernetic he, body. Yeah, but I, I would assume he. I would assume he is a medical doctor, if not a practicing one. Has that doctorate? Yeah, mm. just maybe not a license to practice. It should. Not he should not. Have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So here's a question that I had for you, both of you, actually. Okay. Did at any point during the this three-part episode, did you at any point did you think that Jonas might actually come back as a living character? I, I've always thought that if we're ever going to get Dr. Jonas Venture back as a living character in the show, which they definitely leave open at the end of this episode, because mm-hmm. OSI takes his head for mm-hmm. experiments and stuff. Um, you're cool with that, right? Yeah, you're cool with it. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we ever got him back, that's the last season of Venture Brothers. Mm. That was always ah. in my head. Like, if we ever going to finally, like, close the door on any of this stuff, like, finally settle the relationship between Rusty and his dad, and now fucking the Monarch and his dad, um, answer who the boy's mother is. Like, if we're ever going to go for those answers, we're not getting it to the very end. Is how I've always assumed it. I've never heard them say that. I don't know. I don't anything to go on. 
that's just always kind of what it's felt like to me. Like when we see them show up, it, it's done. See, now that I'd never thought of it like that, and now it's just I've just had an, an idea in my head that where it could be he shows up and it's basically Rusty and Malcolm saying their actual names now. They have to actually uh, team up together to defeat their dad. I mean, it like, makes sense. Weird but way. I'm, I'm just not sure if this show's ever going to go that way. Like, yeah, it, no. yeah, like it would be kind of like a cool. But I don't think, I don't think that's very. Hank it's not very adventurable, yeah. but that's the first thing that popped into my head when you said that it's the last season. It'd be a way of like you know, it would round out the characters and sort of settle the whatever reason the monarch hates Doctor Venture. Yeah, um, I, I, I we don't like really the, know. Yeah, and like this is really the end of this season's doing like the big overall series plot questions. Like the rest of the season seven is more self-contained than this one. There's some kind of sets up more stuff. stuff though. Season seven, it's kind of like, like setting up new things. Yeah, exactly. Like so, this is yeah. kind of the end of like the series long arcs. The rest of the stuff is all just more season seven and. And beyond. beyond. Yeah. Definitely mm. and beyond. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hopefully yeah. another seven seasons worth because <laughs> this show just keeps going from strength to strength. I mean, I'll keep watching as long as they keep making it. As Absolutely. long as it stays to this quality, which they've proven they can do because yeah, they're willing to take their time to do it. better every time. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it exceeds time. the quality each each time. I think each season yeah. gets better and better and better. I genuinely think that. I, I might have argued. Season one is what, bad now, but it's well, like. Season one's not bad by any means. It's just the first episode. First episode. Yeah, the very. The, Crap Turtle Bay episode is not good. Um, yeah, and I know we've had people reach out to us and tell us that we're wrong on that one, and I'm not trying to but tell they're you they're wrong. Yeah, but I was gonna be nice, but you know what? Fuck you, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm not telling you not to enjoy it. If you enjoy it, that's great. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't really class that in the series anymore. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, showing like one of my friends. Um, I've, I've showed like some of my friends' ventures. I'm showing my girlfriend it at the moment. And I have, with them, I've avoided that pilot episode because I think mm-hmm. if you show them that as the first episode, they're lot, not likely to come back for another one. I think no, it might be something nothing, like... It's to, a nothing episode. It's when you get yeah. caught up and you're like, well, what else do we have to watch? I'm like, well, you can watch the Shallow Gravy video uh, <laughs> and you can watch the pilot. Yeah. And then you're like, well, you're already on board. Um, but I, I think you can watch Shallow Gravy video fucking ever because, you know, check it. Um... <laughs> I love that video so much. Uh, these are the coats we wear. Sorry, I'll stop. Um, kind of jumping into like what's actually in the meat of this episode, though, and it is just a lot of fucking answers, which I really, really appreciate. But the problem, the reason why this is probably my least favorite of the three of the Morphic trilogy that starts this thing is because it's a little Rise of Skywalker-y, Endgame-y of like, we're going to pack so much into this that some of these moments that should have maybe a little weight get none um the one that bothers me the most which is strange because it's not that big of a character but it's still just kind of like a wait that just happened is we find out why kano doesn't talk and it happens so fast he kills i don't even remember that he He rips his head off and he's like and then he never said another word again and that's it that's all you're given and it's like but we that was like a question for a while like it was like a big thing and like even like a Brock asks him, did you kill Dr. Venture? And he doesn't answer. And the answer was no. He killed a guy that he liked. And that's why he stopped talking. It's a big moment. And it's just blown by so fast that, like, maybe I they just kind of... Exactly. Like, I didn't maybe catch they just it kinda either. Decided it's not a big moment anymore. Maybe people don't care about Kano anymore. But I always liked Kano. And yeah. it was, I was kind of sad to see that moment just fly by. 
Well, I think this this episode suffers from the curse of the third part as well. It's that yeah. thing of we've got all this stuff that we want to pack in, and there's like you so much set up. It's like it's like the idea, of, you know, the the theory, the the sort of general consensus on the the, the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, Star Wars was really good. Empire was better, and then a lot of people think that Return of the Jedi is not as good as the others. I personally okay. prefer Return of the Jedi because I I like the ending. But it's because it's that idea of it doesn't satisfy the ending stuff doesn't satisfy everyone's mm-hmm. wants. I suppose in in a weird way they don't they didn't feel like you know this wasn't handled the way they wanted it to be. Blah 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 blah. And it's just that that way of because they do pack so much into it, it's so much into it, yeah, and it that's is exactly very. What I was gonna say is they they tackle a bunch of stuff in this. Yeah, I mean, a you could easily have done another part and spread exactly. it out a little bit longer. And yeah, and, like even the original venture crew, um, yeah. you know, do another episode on them, right? Or string this whole three episodes out into a whole season. Though yeah. it would be, I would have, I would structure it in a different way of instead of going back to the same. Yeah, back to the beginning every time, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure how I would have rather it be delivered. Maybe I. I just go back to like they could have just done it like all this in Gargantua too, which granted ultimately fucked that season because they didn't know they needed to count it to their episode order, which is always a bit of a bummer. Um, but if they'd done it more like that and just done a movie, hmm. like just done the Blue Morpho movie where sure. we're going to answer these questions, we can do an hour and a half, but we don't have to really adhere to time restraints, and they could have taken their time with it a little bit more. Um, yeah. I think these answers would have been a little bit more satisfying because these but are answers to some questions done we've had movie, the whole series. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think Matt. if they'd have done, sorry, I think if they'd have done it as a movie, though, it probably wouldn't have been the length of a three-part episode because all this in Gigantra Two was essentially just two episodes. And I think in terms of doing it as a movie, is like it would have been like that, like that length, because you've got to fit it like scheduling-wise. It's it would be difficult to fit something of like that length in on you know like in into the schedule in all no i get like, what you're saying I, i'm just trying to say do it in a way where you don't have to try to adhere to that schedule like do it as a big event do yeah. like a special mm-hmm. event sort of thing um and i think they could have maybe done a little bit more and not had to stay to this because you if you watch them without uh commercials or anything it's an hour yeah um it's a little over an hour but it's like 68 67 minutes something yeah. like that so it's not that long um but everything that's in it is good. Like these, like I said, some series long questions that we're getting answers to, which is really cool. Where is Jonas? We got that in here. Mm-hmm. What happened to Jonas? We got that here. Did he die? Did he not? We got that here. We got so many answers. Why is it just uh, his head? Why is it just his head? Oops. Uh, my favorite moment. <laughs> I love. Fucking it. Nothing I, about I love that. Yeah. Why did you find him like this? <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yes. Yep. Yes, we found him like that. Yes. Um. But that's the thing. It's like everything that's in it is good, and I liked all of it. And it, it's nothing that actually makes me dislike the episode. I think just because of the way they structured the trilogy by having the first two episodes sort of mirror each other, like this is what's happening over here, and while this is going on, this is going on, and then having this have to juggle both of those storylines that took two full episodes to do and try to shove them into one, we kind of just lost a little bit of something there. Um, and not like I said, I'm trying to be as nice as I can because it doesn't bother me that much. I still enjoy it. Mm. It's just compared to the first two episodes, this one just feels like it's just doing a little too much and not enough time. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, all of this happened. Yeah, and it's like, like you just said, it's like it took 
all of that to cover up in two episodes. And so why not take another episode yeah. to do a kind of a two-parter on this part of it as yeah. well? So, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this could have used an hour and a half. Yep. Instead of just mm. an hour. Easy. Uh, and it would have been great. I, I would have loved that. It's like, you know, a mm-hmm, special yeah. Venture Brothers feature length. And when yeah. they go feature length, they actually mean feature length. Yeah. yeah, or even two long parts, like yeah. two forty-minute, two forty-five-minute yeah. parts or something. And, th- and all mm. that said, I still think this is great. I still yeah. think it's no, it's wonderful. Still, it, yeah. It's just it's I feel nothing like... wrong with the content. It's yeah. just wow, you you really fucking hit the gas pedal on some of this. So. Yeah, and like I said, like the Kano thing, the especially like the the monarch's dad being Jonas. Like if you were if you were just looked at your phone at the wrong moment and you missed that line of like I have very potent science. You might have missed that. Like you mm-hmm. could still guess because of all the hints throughout the entire fucking series, but the confirmation you could have missed because it's one line and then it moves past. I mean, it's, so it's definitely like, something that you have to rewatch to pick up everything. Yeah. And and the, to be fair, the Venture Brothers is something that you have to rewatch. Or not necessarily have to, but you get a lot more of it if you do rewatch it. Yeah. I mean, the I've lost thing- count of how many times I've seen season one, for example. Clearly, I will usually watch it from start to finish multiple times a year i mean that's that's season three for me i've rewatched season three i don't even know how many times um and two a lot one i think i've rewatched the least well not the least because you know i rewatch every time the new season comes out but mm. i don't always go back to one for some whatever reason um but the other thing I, I wanted to bring up in this episode that i feel like almost doesn't get enough justice again is when we finally actually find out who the Blue Morpho is, how he became the Blue Morpho, and then what happened to him as the Blue Morpho. Because we've spent so much time with the Monarch as the Blue Morpho, when we finally get him here, and it's Paul F. Tompkins' character, I forget, like, I think we have his name here somewhere, Don Fitzcarraldo. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, if you don't know Fitzcarraldo, you should look it up and then not watch the movie. Because um, fuck that. Uh, but like there is it's a really cool reveal of how, of who he was and who he ended up being and how we've already spent time with him is it's just all great. And I love the RoboCop mm. aspect of it. Like I just, I love all of it. Like it's really good stuff. I just kind of feel they're, like, they're... go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say the, the RoboCops with the good, they drive even more into in this one as well. Like yeah. they, when he goes back to the home, that is basically completely mimicking the scene in the film where he goes back yeah. to his home and he's getting the flashbacks and it's it's like mm-hmm. almost like shot for shot some of it like yeah, the, it even the dissolve stuff and it's great and i think it, it's funny and, it and it's great and it actually works for an emotional punch too like mm-hmm. it's it's very well done um mm. i just feel like because it's done at the end of the episode it just kind of feels like oh oh i guess that's over mm-hmm. like i was it's really like- excited for two seconds like oh we finally figured out who this guy is and we've actually known who he is the whole time we've actually spent time with him he's been around since what season two when he was on the the council as just like a shadow head mm. like he's been around three, a long I think, fucking time was when the first three it might have been three yeah i think it's three um, when you first see the council yeah, and like that's the thing. Like the Blue Morpho, the guy who kills these people, was on the Council of Evil People. Like, like there's so much cool stuff to grab onto there, but then it just boom, the yeah. door just shuts. Like that yeah. could have been easily one full third episode. Yeah. Of just following Blue Morpho back history. Yeah. Of all the way up until now, and then even come back, like flash back, and then flash into this moment of when he lands. Yeah. And just like all the other episodes are structured 
start at the beginning and then start at the end, the same same end with him walking in and then the fight and yeah. such and such. But but again, it still works. Yeah, it, it still, still works. works. Yeah. It's still great. Mm-hmm. And nothing wrong with the content. It's an amazing, amazing backstory, an amazing uh, journey to go through, but it's just we're we're laying on the gas pedal the whole time yeah. throughout this episode. Um what uh, what have we missed? Like what what's something in this thing that like uh there's just so much to, Oh, I know what we missed. Movie night. Yeah. Movie what night is, is one of those is the biggest <laughs> the movie night massacre. Movie night massacre. Is something Now correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't really brought up before this season, right? No, it was mentioned there, um second episode or when I watch it the first episode because I had to watch it in the order that you guys recommended so careers in science the correct order is the first the first episode for me well yeah they, they mention it with all this in gargantua 2 like they, they mention no, but no, they don't really go into like, gargantua 1 he mentions it because uh, what's yeah. his face um Christ I can't remember his name either the the guy who was the paper boy back then who was like it was him and that woman on on Gargantua one, he talks about oh Bud, yeah Bud Manstrong, that's it. Boo. He talks about it to the boys as like he tells it as a scary story that you know Sharky's machine and they opened the right. then someone opens the the airlock and they were all vent uh, vented out. So here I should rephrase because I'm not saying they've never mentioned it because we know what it is, but it's something where it's like for this much weight to be thrown at it in this episode, it feels like it's been kind of forgotten about. Right, yeah, because it, it's not—it's not sort of said in the ter- in terms of like this is when Jonas Venture died as well. Thinking exactly, about it. like it's, it was just kind of a a thing a that happened thing. that they could latch yeah. onto, and then they did, and that's fine. I mean, Venture Brothers does that all the fucking time. It just felt like for the death of Jonas Venture, like the biggest mystery in the entire show of what the fuck happened to him. It felt kind of like, oh, it was movie night. It's like, oh, I kind of remember that. Was that a big deal? Like, I just thought it was kind of a thing. And then all of a sudden, I know they had to go Gargantua with two. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's kind of like, it's just one of those, not like taboo subject, but it's like that secret fucking thing that we all, that shared history that only some of us know that's still kind of dying. Like it, that was that last generation is kind of dying off. Like, yeah. I mean, then we get all of it from red death, which is incredible. Yeah. Just but it's that, um, the thing yeah, with the movie awesome. night, the thing with the movie night thing as well is that, um, when, like we were saying, it's got this much weight attached to it. That thing set off the pyramid wars as well, which yeah. we mm-hmm. had no idea which about. Which got well in the, the first whole place. thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's that crazy said, sort that, of thing of uh, this little innocuous. But in that way, I, that's kind of why thing. I like it. Like watching, like even Red Death. I think Red Death mentions, or maybe Phantom Line, or somebody calls attention to it. You're like, wow, it's it's rare that you get to see somebody's. Oh, no, it's whole, it's Red, Red Dragoon. Dragoon. Red Dragoon. <laughs> Before his <laughs> yeah. eyes to see his whole life was a lie. Yeah, and. I like that moment. I don't. I don't want to miss that. Now, again, it moves very quickly. Yeah. But you can see it. You can see that whole scene at the diner with Red Death, with all, with all of them, and Brock sitting on the end. And as soon as Red Death finishes his story, and Brock has his little yeah. interactions, and you just see Brock separate himself from the table and have his own self-realization moment. Yeah. And the conversation continues, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it's mm. it's incredible. And I, I don't think I want to get rid of that 
by talking about or building up Movie Night Massacre more in some other place. I think it works as this taboo subject. I think it works as this thing that still not a... I mean, we still, even getting the full story here, we still don't have the full story. That's true. Yeah, we still don't know for sure if if um, Vendetta pulled it or not. We have no idea who opens the well, This is the thing, right? yeah, I was going to say, we, we still don't know who actually is responsible. And I would... Who's bud. Fucking <laughs> Bud. Here's my thing. I will absolutely go on record saying that if it was Vendetta, we would have had that answer. Absolutely. Yep. So I will go back to my original answer, which I told Nick well before we even started this podcast. I know who did it. I know who did it, and I'm right. It was Rusty. Who? It was absolutely it was Rusty. Bad. I'm guessing it was a mistake. What do you mean? Like the little cowboy guy? Like the little cowboy guy, but I'm guessing it was Rusty. I oh, See, now I don't think um, the little cowboy guy was put in there by Rusty because that's what they trip on. Yeah, he was in the problem the whole time. He, he, yeah. When they opened no, no, no. the door. It falls out of the problem. Yeah. They trip on the cowboy guy. Now that yeah. thing, that little cowboy guy, wasn't in the problem device. No, it, it was, was in, in a, a console age. Where I think when they tripped on that, it flew into that console thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm just saying the, the, the cowboy thing was an accident, just like when he accidentally pulled the lever and killed everybody. I'm not sure when that happened, but I'm guessing it was Rusty. Because that just feels like Venture Brothers. Yeah. I could be wrong. It could be somebody else. But I'm not, and I'm right. Uh, <laughs> All right. And when we get that answer, and it's Rusty, remember where you heard it first. <laughs> Unless you're also saying it, because you're probably all listening like, oh, yeah, of course Brian's right. That's that's clearly the right answer. But I, I, I don't know. I don't get the – I don't think Rusty was even on board, because the way he talks about it. Like him not knowing, yeah, him not I, knowing I that he was, I never placed him on Gargantua one. Yeah, him like because he finds out that his dad was dead when he was at college. Yeah, I know. Nick said the We've same seen thing. That already. Like it's still him. He doesn't have to be on there to make it happen. I maybe, guarantee you, maybe, it's him. Maybe he does it from his phone or something. Yeah, he does it somehow remotely. I'm guessing it was him. Or it was helper. Or it was helper. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. It was Rusty. Uh, you'll see. You'll see. We'll get there. We'll all find that as Rusty together. Except for me, who already knows. Um, what else? Have we missed anything else in this episode? I know there's a ton to talk about. We get the end of... Uh, Hank ended in the last episode. This one has the great moment of him talking to Dean. And Dean tries to catch him up. He's like, whoa! <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That's... I mean, Hank in that moment is the moment. audience a little bit. Yeah. I think. And even watching this with my wife, Chewy, she she got to the moment she's like, he's right. This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that f- fantastic flashback of Doctor Z talking about how he yeah. created yep. Ven- Vendata. It's you know, his his whole thing is so good. Yeah, oh, just so literally good. takes the back off and be like, "There's a real life guy in there." So I reprogrammed <laughs> to be evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The rest of it, it's great. But I, I think we've talked about pretty much everything we can. We've speculated a little about the future. Um, I think it's time for our best Venture Brothers esque moment. Thank yep. you, Graham. Uh, yeah. And I'll jump right in. I mean, we just we basically just talked about it. It's that uh, moment when um, Sergeant Hatred and Dean are trying to catch Hank up with everything that's happening. It's like, like I, but I want to meet Grandpa. It's like, well, it's only its head. Okay, that gives me pause. Still, <laughs> still, zombie Grandpa head. It ain't safe. Grandpa's head t- thought that he was your house, and he tried to run away. Yeah, and then Blue Robot came down from the sky in his magic car and made Grandpa stop. It's like, 
Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, and it's wonderful. And I love how even though Dean knows what magic is and science is and knows what a flying car is, it's like he calls it a flying magic car. And it's like, I, I love you, Dean. Yep. <laughs> Um, mine comes from something that I promised last week we'd talk about this week, and we fucking didn't, because there's so much to talk about this episode. Sure. And we really covered it last week, so, you know, I'm sorry we didn't bring it up, but, you know, listen to last week if you want to talk about it. And that's when Dr. O has predicted that, uh, Action yeah. Man would have a stroke, and he does, and just goes, TOAST! Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. For me, it's when they're like, we need to get him out of this building, and they use the shrink ray gun. Oh, man. And they shrink him down. They all creep out of the building because the door has been blocked. And Billy's got, not Billy, Pete's got to shoot the uh, them to get them bigger so they can get in a uh, taxi or something and get Action Man to the hospital. It's not his first or his last coma. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and he misses. And he hits a fucking cockroach. And the cockroach is huge. <laughs> so then Dr. O decides to tell the cockroach to take them to the hospital and the old school Venger Brothers team just hopped on board and goes, <laughs> and you just hear Pete go, they just got on like it was nothing, like they've done it before. <laughs> they didn't even hesitate. <laughs> like they've done that before. Perfect Venture Brothers moment. Yep. I mean, I thought you were going to use mine. And it's, mine is just one line, which I can't imagine any other series you would have this line. And it's, um, it's around that sort of thing where they're trying to get Rodney out. Uh, and it's Colonel Donald going, Can't chuck it up! That was a really bad impersonation. What do you mean? It's um, like he was here. I, you know, just like Sergeant Hatred. Seriously, you need to go on impressions for a living. We got Sergeant <laughs> Hatred. We got uh, Colonel Gentleman. I mean, Venture Brothers can save a lot of money on a cast. Yeah, they'll just hire you. Yeah, to do all of the voices. They're I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I'm going to try and do it in the the Colonel Gentleman voice. I'm just gonna. Good luck. Yeah, I know. Try I again. Can do, I can do one word for definite. <laughs> What's the one word? It's not, it's not a word that you're going to use during this. Though. No, please. No, no. I want to hear the word. What's the word? No, it is a word in the. It's a word from the in the, from the quote. So you know no, you okay. will hear it. But it's where he no, goes. Okay. Count Chocula, use your voodoo to teleport him. That's awful. I don't know which word it was. I think it was voodoo. Voodoo. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch it. I mean, it was perfect. What am I talking? <laughs> Just the no, way though, I, that, like I can't imagine any other TV series where you'd hear the, the line, oh, "Count no, Chocula, use your voodoo to teleport him." that he calls him Count Chocula. <laughs> yeah. And he can't teleport. I mean, that's just... Seriously. And then, yeah, the follow-up line... Before, was like, I, a spin-off show of the original Venture crew. Into... I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Just a, just like a fucking, like a, like an odd couple sort of thing. Like, yeah. just them living in their house together. I'm so into it. That would be awesome. Um, but I don't think there'll ever be a spin-off of Venture Brothers. He no. killed a baby. It was a werewolf! <laughs> right. I thought so it was a damn ocelot, Okay. <laughs> Thank you Here's for thank Rodney you for protecting me from a weak crying baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Colonel Gentleman is terrible. He is and wonderful, but, but terrible. everyone is except for Doctor Venture. Obviously, everyone is better than Action Man. It's mm. like Doctor Venture is the worst, and then Action Man. <laughs> Not today, Rusty. Not today. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, See, I, you know what? I can say the bloody line of you know Rodney killing a, a Rodney killed a baby. I can do that one in in Colonel Dunham's voice easily. I can't do this quote for some bizarre reason. Rodney killed a baby. Oh, thank you, Rodney, for saving me from a weak crying baby. That <laughs> one is much better. Like much <laughs> I better. I think it's I think it's because he's shouting in in my quote, and I, it's very difficult to do an impression uh, of someone shouting. Yeah, that's true. True. 
Um, all right, we need to move into plugs because I just heard my son get home and he's losing his mind. So yeah. that sounds like an excellent time to do some plugs. I will uh, plug this in later last week. Tune into After the Hype in the month of February where we'll be jump jumping into all the films and by all the films, I mean four of them, of Joe Dante. Joe, Joe. And uh, we'll be talking Gremlins 2 at some point. I'm really excited to talk about that and other ones. Maybe the Burbs, maybe not the Burbs. I like the Burbs. I like the Burbs too, but I think we've already kind of covered it in a battle episode. So I'm not sure if I want to go back into the Burbs, but I really like the Burbs. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. So much we can do. I know one of them will be matinee because I fucking love matinee. Um, you know, any John Goodman role is good for me. Uh, Matt, what are you plugging? Doctor Who article? No. Nope. Uh, I love that. Doctor Who, right? Oh, man, Doctor I'm Who. so and excited to I read mean, about it. Matt's really got his finger on the pulse of Doctor Who oh, out yeah. there. I mean, he's British. That's all it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely Fuck. closer. <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you. No. He's going to write like a one word, like two word article for Doctor Who. Like of all the photos and stuff, it's going to be fuck Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might do that one actually. Yeah, I sure genuinely might do that now actually as, as a joke, <laughs> as a little in joke. For anyone who's listened to this podcast, there will be a, a Doctor Who article will go up. But it's like the history of Doctor Who and it will just say, fuck Brian. <laughs> See attached. And then quote this podcast. Please, please do that. That's uh, really tempting, actually. Uh, seriously, now, any uh, any other movies you want to cover coming up soon? Yeah, there's a there's quite a few. I'm I, I was sort of looking at like Empire Strikes Back's forty years old, wow. but I don't know whether I want to cover that. Whether I would rather do that in a like a Star Wars article in a few years' time or something. Um, you know, when that hits some sort of when the original Star Wars film itself hits some sort of major milestone and cover the whole thing. Um, you get what two years, then it hits forty five. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Um, because it, it would be, it's really weird as well because I've not covered the first Star Wars film, so it'd be kind of like covering the yeah. second one. It'd be like, it'd be like, because Gremlins 2 is 30 years old this year. It'd be like if I just wrote an article about Gremlins 2. I've not done one about Gremlins 1. I'd be fine with that because Gremlins 2 is awesome. I was just talking about it. It is awesome. Um, but yeah, there's a few things that are like the hitting milestones. Like I mentioned it last, last week. Uh, Heat is 25 years old. Uh, the first Bad Boys film is 25 years old, and I Holy really do shit. enjoy it. I think it was it was the, one of the last sort of like buddy cop films of that era that was very much like the rest of them. Right. Um, what else is there? There's a, there's quite a few things. There's like a few TV series. Um, the original series of The Equalizer with Edward Woodward is 35 years old, and I absolutely the, love the that show. The Washington movie? Hmm. No. The one with Edward Woodward, the TV I series. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Got it. I actually enjoyed that movie. Is that wrong? No, I enjoyed it as well. I, I it wasn't great, but it was them. fun. Yeah. yeah. It's not way near as good as the TV series because, you know, nobody's well, as good as Edward Woodward. Well, Denzel Washington. No. De- <laughs> he does not He does not lose it like Edward Woodward does in the original series. That's f- in... Okay, I'll give you that much, but, you know, Denzel Washington. I think I just won the argument. Denzel. Denzel. Still Denzel. No. D Dubs, no. as I call him. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, all right, I think we should say goodbye. We've been talking for a little while. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the uh, the Morphic trilogy. Sorry for the huge break between episodes one and two. Uh, Spanakopita. Spanakopita happened. We got Spanakopita the curse hard. Um, 
We'll be jumping into the rest of Season 7 next week, uh, where it definitely takes a big gear shift and turns into more of a standard Venture Brothers season, and I'm really excited to talk about it, because we get some really good Monster of the Week episodes, we get a really fun fucking Eyes Wide Shut-esque episode that's oh, just man. insane. Oh, oh my god. god. Um, more cartoon nudity. Oh my god, I love cartoon nudity, and nothing says cartoon nudity like a man washing his balls in a fountain. <laughs> nice and close. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, great season though. I'm very excited to jump into all of it. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, and bye. Bye. Uh, bye. Thank you. Follow